We're talking about science and technology. We are talking about the pinnacle of Indian engineering. The Indian-made Tejas fighter jet, and we're going to roll video of that, has landed on the deck of the Made in India aircraft carrier INS Vikram. Well, joining us now, uh, Commodore Jaydeep Maulankar, the original pilot to have landed the Tejas on the deck of India's other carrier, the first uh, pilot to do that. That carrier is the Vikramaditya, but that was built in Russia. The significance of what you see over here uh, is that this is an Indian aircraft carrier and this is a made-in-India fighter jet completely designed in our country. And to actually do this, land on the tiny deck of an aircraft carrier, very, very difficult indeed. Commodore Malonka, thanks very much for being with us. Just in simple terms, first off, sir, <clears throat> why is it difficult to land an, aircra an aircraft on a postage stamp in the middle of the ocean? Good evening, Vishnu. I could go on and on about that. Today is a really good day and we can talk about aircraft carrier, carrier aviation as long as you want. Uh, a lot is normally focused on uh, the fact about how difficult it is to land on a small ship. It is difficult because everything is moving, the ship is moving, in not just in one uh, uh, direction, but in all directions. Today was a, a particularly calm sea, you know, winter Arabian Sea is the ideal, it's almost a lake. But uh, this is uh, going to be made for something which is monsoon seas of the Arabian Sea can also be pretty violent. So the ship moving in uh, six, six degrees of uh, freedom, a small aircraft, trying to make sure that she's not, uh, uh, does not overstress any aspect of it. So it becomes like threading the needle as in you have to land not just at a precise spot, but also in a precise attitude at a precise speed. And in uh, with uh, precise attitudes, as in so that no one part of the aircraft gets overstressed. So you can imagine that it's it's uh, it's a task of avoiding multiple cliff edges um, all around you. Some of them you can't see, as in uh, as in speed, you can't see. Some you can see very very clearly in front of you. The back of the ship, I can assure you, looks like a cliff, and it uh, behaves like a cliff if you go anywhere close to it. It's a cliff that goes up and down depending on the sea state, right? Exactly. So, Commodore, um, you know, uh, just again for the benefit of our viewers, when the Tejas touches down on the deck of a carrier, whether it's Vikramaditya or Vikrant, what is the speed at which she lands? So, we try and keep the relative speed of the aircraft to the ship. Yes. That is what is uh, kept uh, as the controlling parameter. Typically, that is uh, pegged in the region of about 130 knots. Uh, if you try and make it too slow, it means the aircraft. So, 130 is knots is how many kilometers per hour? Uh, a little, little less than double of that. So, let's take it as 240 kilometers per hour. And from That's 240 kilometers the, per hour to zero kilometers per hour, in how many meters and how many seconds? Once you land? in hope in hopefully exactly 90 meters. Uh, hopefully not uh, one meter more than that, or one meter less than that. The gear is designed to pull you, uh, allow you to pull out. Uh, exactly 90 meters and bring you to a halt at uh, at 90 meters. So uh, it is uh, an extremely violent thing. You know for sure that once you've been caught by the uh, once the hook has caught the caught the wire, you're not going anywhere. You're you're going to stay on that ship as long as something. No, but Commodore, break. again, just for the benefit of our viewers, 240 kilometers to zero kilometers per hour in uh, 90 meters, which is covered in what two seconds? It's uh, it, it would be about two and a half seconds. That's right. So in two and a half seconds, you're going from 240 kilometers to zero kilometers. Again, what does that feel like? It's extremely violent. It's extremely sporty. In fighter pilot language, we don't like to uh, make it sound like it's too hard for us. 
But I can assure you that there are a lot of people who forgot to lock their harness and have uh, a little blood on their teeth to to show for it. So uh, it throws you forward. Uh, you pretty much uh, do not have much control of your limbs for that for those uh, just two, three, or two or three seconds. But the good part is, if you're feeling that deceleration, it means you've been caught. The ship is going to hold on to you. Um, if you're not feeling that deceleration, then it's uh, perfectly fine. You're fit to fly away uh, cleanly from the ship. Commodore, uh, you were part of the team that um, tested, uh, engineered, uh, had heartbreak, had success with that very same plane, right? You've flown that very same plane when it landed exactly. on Vikramaditya, uh, and now this is happening. So what does is, what is this achievement, this day, mean to you? You retired quite recently from the Navy. But what is this, you know, an Indian plane landing on an Indian aircraft carrier? What does that mean to you? This visual, this is the visual which uh, which the uh, average Indian citizen must absorb and must demand from the from the whole scientific community that if this is what you can do, then uh, give us more. Uh, this one visual encompasses, you know, the sea, the sky, aircraft, ships. And Indian, 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 all, all across the board. It means it shows you very, very clearly in, in very strong visual language, it can be done. Don't listen to anybody who says that it can't be done. How we do it, how long we take to do it, with what quality we do it. Now that is clearly something which is completely up to us in our hands. Depends on how much uh, effort we uh, put in. That is one message which must go in absolutely uh, strong and clear. Uh, you know, it really uh, tugs at my heartstrings whenever I walk past some random children's park and I see an HF-24 standing there, uh, such a beautiful looking aircraft and uh, all those lost years. Now, this message, I hope, is a very powerful, searing message. If you want to do it, it can be done. Don't allow and what you are to talking you about can't be done. what can be done is this particular Tejas will never be operational on our aircraft carriers. It's a test bed. But the technologies that you've tested... Uh, and you've certified now, can be converted into a twin-engine version of this same fighter, which will be a world-beater, because we are now at that level of technology. It's not a story we are making up. It's a fact. It just needs, uh, it needs determination and an investment and a belief. Well, while, uh, while uh, celebrating a specific event, like uh, today's event, where an aircraft has landed on a ship, one uh, must make sure that you enjoy uh, and celebrate the right aspects of it, which is this is a symbol of what has been achieved. Uh, but one must not uh, make light of the mountain that is uh, ahead of us. And uh, therefore, uh, one must not look at technology as uh, been there, done that, achieved it. Uh, now I know uh, that that is technical arrogance. In fact, this brings uh, this should actually bring a great degree of humility uh, once you know, once you've set your foot on the mountain is when you really know how many more steps uh, uh, to go. Uh, can, Like I said, can we get there? There is absolutely no doubt. There should be absolutely no doubt in anybody's mind uh, that, that we can get there. Uh, that it will be done very easily without putting in huge amounts of effort? No. That is something that we should be cautious about. We must, today is the day to actually say it can be done. Let us now make that serious commitment to the ships, to the aircraft, to integral air power. Let us not dither about, uh, you know, uh, conceptual arguments and, uh, and uh, you know, zero-sum games, etc., etc. Let's be absolutely clear. Our fleet deserves integral air power and it can be made 
completely to your specifications, to your desires, um, and in completely in your control. So I, I, I love your backdrop, by the way. Uh, but uh, a, a, a final, uh, a final question to you. Simple question. You've spent years and years on the Tejas. What does that little fighter mean to you? You know, I wish uh, I, I wish it didn't take uh, superhuman effort. Uh, I wish our system was uh, more uh, uh, more conducive towards uh, R and D, and therefore it shouldn't have to take. I, I really am hoping for the day when uh, you know these things are done as a matter of fact. And uh, we don't end up idolizing any particular um, uh, individual. So uh, for me, yes, personally, it does. Uh, I mean, I, I can smell the sweat on my sweat on that on that aircraft. Uh, but I just wish that uh, I could have been just another test pilot and uh, you know been told what job to do, done that job, and and walked away. Uh, but yes, this particular aircraft, of course. Uh, to be fair, this particular one, the single seater, is Daya's favorite because it was the one he Daya who landed uh, today. Yeah, uh, uh, no, that's the one which he took through from its initial build stages to uh, first flight. Right. Whereas I would say my personal favorite is still the two seater. Right. Uh, because uh, you do have an attachment to. Uh, they just, sure. They're not pieces of metal. They're pieces of carbon fiber, but still they have some life in them. All right. Well, wonderful speaking to you, and let's hope that we do take this forward from a scientific and engineering perspective, but certainly from a policy standpoint as well, because India deserves a lot more. Our threats are very real. Thanks so very much for being with us.